0: All right, welcome back to another episode of the Cody Tucker show. As always, I'm your host, Cody Tucker. Happy Halloween, Hail Satan. <laughs> All that good stuff. I look I am a massive fan of Halloween. It is one of my This is like when Halloween starts coming in, I know that it's like getting to my favorite time of year, which October to December. Like those three months, October, November, December are my—that's my favorite time of year. As a fat sum bitch, um, I mean, I sweat a lot, um, and for it to finally get a little nice outside, you get that little fucking brisk wind hitting your pecker. Like it is, the winter's a nice time. Fall, winter, all that shit. So. I really get into it whenever Halloween comes around because I'm like, all right, finally, it's not going to be goddamn 100 degrees outside. I can, you know, wear a hoodie to try to hide, you know, some of my fat. Like, <laughs> it's a great, great time of year. Like, I love Halloween so much, I gave up fucking religion over Halloween. <laughs> and that, I'm being completely serious. So, whenever I was a kid, I went to this church. Um, it was like this non-denominational church which still don't really know what the hell that means but you know because i mean it's non-denominational which means that it isn't a denomination so what the fuck is a denomination i think that means like baptist methodist lutheran like those are denominations so if you're a non-denominational church that means you are not those but by saying that and calling it a non-denominational church isn't that making it a denomination God, I'm going to have a fucking (laughs) nosebleed. But anyways, so this uh, non-denominational church that I went to until I was about eight or nine, I think. But yeah, I say eight years old. That's whenever I stopped going. Uh, They used to do this thing like I think the last Sunday of every month called Clown Sunday. And I mean, right there, that's a red flag. So what they would do is the last Sunday of every month, I'm pretty sure it's the last Sunday of every month, um, while everybody's kind of sitting in that main, like, auditorium, like, talking or whatever, they kind of, like, start off with, like, a few little, like, prayers and bullshit and then start playing this, like, gay-ass Christian rock. After that happens, all the Sunday school teachers <clears throat> would come out and they're dressed up like clowns, like goddamn John Wayne Gacy. And they would just come out and, like, take all the kids. And, you know, like, walk over to whatever aisle you're in. It's like me and my little brother, who was, like, six at the time, we'd be sitting there with my grandparents. And, you know, this fucking clown would show up and go, oh, come with me. (laughs) And be like, oh, fuck. (laughs) And, I like, yeah, I'm, like, holding his hand, like, dude. (laughs) I mean, you know, I'm your brother, and I'm supposed to look out for you. But these fuckers start getting handsy like, you're on your own, dude, <laughs> just, you know, squeeze them little ass cheeks, tie as tight as possible, <laughs> like, don't give them an inch, man, Um, and I, yeah, I remember, like, we'd go in there, and then, you know, all these clowns are bringing us all these kids into a room, and then they would just do, like, the normal Sunday school shit, but it was so, I mean, I mean, as a kid, I don't know, that I was really, like, As weirded out about that as I am now. Like now looking back at it. I'm like who in the fuck. I mean it goes back to a fucking theme. A constant theme of this show. Is that I should be in charge of. Or not in charge. But I should definitely be the person that is handed an idea. And told. And like I give them back. A yes or no. Like yeah do this. Or fuck no. Like hide the fact that this was ever even a thought of yours. Um. And if someone at a church told me, hey, we're going to round up all the kids and bring them into a room, I would already be slightly hesitant. Then if they added, oh, yeah, by the way, when we do this, we're going to be dressed up like a fucking clown. Um, I'd be like, I would burn the piece of paper in front of them. And I mean, just what the fuck? It's such a weird thing to do. But they brought us into this room. And I remember we're all, all the kids are sitting in there and this, so by the way, this is the Sunday before Halloween. So all of us kids are like super fucking pumped and talking about like what our Halloween costumes are going to be. I'm, I mean, of course I'm going in blackface uh, <laughs> as always, um, you know, just like the prime minister of Canada. So I, you know, we're just sitting there talking about Halloween and stuff. And then out of nowhere, lights just shut off. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, this is it. I'm like, goddamn. Like, I knew it. I knew it. My fucking rape radar was going off the whole time. And now it's dark in here. Something's getting, something's getting inside of something. <laughs> and then, you know, so we're all sitting in there and there's this little stage in front and a little light goes out on the stage and they show these two kids um, like kind of older kids are in Halloween costumes and they're saying we're so excited for Halloween like go through all this you know this little skit and they're trick or treating and we're all sitting there like yeah fuck yeah this is going to be us tonight like, <laughs> like like, this is us like tonight and then lights go out again and then this like, r- like red spotlight turns on and then this like fucking no shit like Gorgoroth fucking hardcore death metal starts playing, (laughs) which I mean, I don't know if it's in my eight year old mind, it was hardcore death metal. Um, And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then a a kid, I mean, an older kid is dressed up like the devil comes running out from behind us and jumps up on the stage right into this red spotlight. I'm like, Oh my God, this is the greatest day of my life. Like, if I knew the church was going to be like this, I mean, I'd be the most fucking Bible-thumping Christian ever. Like, like they're playing death metal. a kids dressed up like the devil. I mean, and then, like, had also in the background those, like, streamers that look like fire and, like, lightning sound effects and stuff. I'm like, this is so fucking badass. Like, this. <laughs> I was like, this is the raddest shit I've ever seen in my life. And I'm looking at my brother. I'm like, dude, can you believe this shit? Like, (laughs) and all the other kids are goddamn pissing themselves, like terrified. I'm like, oh, y'all are a bunch of fucking pussies. Like, this is, I mean, this is like the greatest day of my life. And then they go into this huge fucking thing about how Halloween is the devil's holiday. And you know, you shouldn't even be dressing up for Halloween and you damn sure shouldn't be trick-or-treating because trick-or-treating is a way of celebrating this holiday. Ergo, you were celebrating the devil. Um, Like, Jesus doesn't want you to celebrate Halloween. I'm like, God damn, Jesus is a fucking buzzkill. Like, that's really all I got out of church was that, like, Jesus didn't want to have fun at all. (laughs) Like, he was super anti-fun. And yeah, they're telling us, like, you know, if your parents, like, you need to go home and tell your parents, like, that you do not want to go trick-or-treating tonight, like, you can't do it, it's, like, a you know, Jesus, like, God does not want you to do this, and I just remember being, like, that's it, like, I fucking had it, I mean, I've been putting up with this bullshit since I was a little, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I'm eight years old, and I'm thinking, like, I've been putting up with this shit for years, <laughs> you know, just, like, I'm sitting through these boring-ass church services, listening to this, like, super fucking like flaming ass like christian rock this is like goddamn. it's basically like listening to like loggins and messina for two hours and you know and just watching people getting like so into it and i'm just like i'm not feeling a goddamn thing <laughs> like i don't feel any of this like i don't i haven't felt god's love at all and i'm over here looking at these like adults and kids who have their hands raised up and they're just like fucking like, you could tell there's something in going on inside of them that is, like, I mean, it is, like, laying into them. And they're, like, stomping their feet and, like, you know, fucking crying. And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, these are, these are a bunch of fucking dorks. <laughs> like, everyone in this building is, you know, is fucking retarded. And, you know, they tell us, like, these stories about, like, a flood and, like, you know dude living in a fish's stomach I'm like what the fuck like even as an 8 year old I was like ah, that doesn't fucking check out <laughs> and yeah I just I was not into it at all and that really just settled it where I was like oh y'all are not about to do this like you're already taking away my sunday which you know as a kid you're I mean you got saturday and sunday to have fun and y'all are ruining One of those days for me. Fuck no. Um, And so I remember going home afterwards, like my grandparents dropping this back off at my house and telling my parents, like, hey, I'm not doing this bullshit anymore. I was like, I've I've had it. (laughs) I mean, it's funny to think about because I was goddamn eight years old and I must have sounded like a real piece of shit to be like, hey, I ain't into this church shit anymore. Like, they're telling us not to go trick-or-treating. And my parents are just like, oh, yeah, that's fine. (laughs) You don't got to go anymore. I mean, why do you think we don't go? (laughs) Because it's all a bunch of bullshit. It's like, oh, all right. So, never went back. Ever. Like, I mean, I went to church, I think, total, probably twice in my entire life after that. And it was, like, whenever I was, like, 14. And I was, like, oh, maybe I should try to get back into this. Like, And then that, you know, it took probably about 15 minutes into each time where I was, like, no. And I was really just doing it to hang out with friends. But then I realized, like, oh, yeah, I got to, like, sit through fucking Christian rock again. Which, goddamn, is there anything worse than Christian? Like, Christian rock, A, is an oxymoron. But, two... Is just so fuck. I remember going. Oh, God damn, I forgot about this. I remember going to one of the, like at one of those two times, going to um, this you know like uh, what they do on Wednesdays, like teen church bullshit or whatever they call it, youth youth group. I remember going to the youth group, and you know none of these kids listen to like rock music. Like I mean, I've known these kids in my whole life. They all the only music they listen to is either pop, like whatever is like popular. Or Christian music, mostly just Christian music. And the guitarist in the band at this church is playing the fucking guitar part from Thunderstruck by ACDC. And I was sitting there, I was like, dude, you're fucking stealing this shit. But I mean, nobody believed me because I was telling people, I was like, hey, like, this motherfucker is just ripping off. Like, the song itself really was just ripping off ACDC. And he's playing it like exactly. I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, all right, I'm out of this. Like, nah this place can go to hell, (laughs) Uh, yeah, just not a good time, so that's that, I've been a massive fan of Halloween since I was a little kid, I mean, goddamn, what a, what better holiday, I mean, Christmas is number one, uh, because, you know, deep in my heart, I am a fucking, a little pussy, so, I mean, I'm a sucker for like you know anything uh, christmas related but halloween is right up there and i mean just to be able to go out and dress up and trick-or-treat and get free candy i mean god damn like it is the greatest thing ever invented and i don't give a fuck if you're celebrating some pagan goat god fine dude if that motherfucker promises you candy then maybe that's who i should be going to a church for because i mean they're not giving you shit at Church, except you know, like a fucking mint, like, like hell no, or you know, every so often, like you go up to drink a you know or eat a bite of a cracker and take a sip of fucking Mad Dog. <laughs> I mean, God damn, like church is so stupid. Ah, uh, yeah, man, Halloween is so fucking awesome. Even like the shitty Halloween candy, like I, I know that. Okay, I know, I mean, you know, I'm still pretty young, 28. But enough time has gone by in my life to where I know that candy corn is fucking disgusting. But I don't have enough wisdom to not buy it every single year. I don't know why I do it, but I buy candy corn every year because in my mind... It's going to taste amazing. And then I eat two pieces. I'm like, I'm going to fucking throw up. <laughs> I don't know what. Like, it, I get, I trick my own brain. Or my brain tricks me. Or my brain is me. But I trick myself into buying candy corn every single year. And I eat two pieces and throw the rest of it away. So somewhere there's just a landfill of 60 pounds of candy corn. That has been put there by me and my ignorance. <laughs> I mean, goddamn candy corn is nasty. I remember when I was a kid, I actually really did like it. Uh, Like, I remember one time whenever I was a kid, like, I mean, I used to eat candy corn all the time. Like, I ate candy corn so much as a kid, like, it looked like I had jaundice. <laughs> my parents are like hey, we gotta go lay you out lay you out in the sun for you know two or three days <laughs> it's like this kid's looking fucking Asian uh uh oh yeah I mean it is like where the fuck is like where do they even get mate how do they make candy corn it's like that shit is scraped off of the walls in Chernobyl <laughs> like it is there's no way that this is like I mean god damn I don't look. I don't care. I fucking love it. Candy corn's amazing. See, I goddamn, I'm tricking myself again. <laughs> it's not amazing. It's fucking gross. Oh no. Oh no. But yeah, I just love it. Now one, okay, one candy that is the most disgusting candy on the planet to me, and I don't trick myself into it, are fucking Tootsie Rolls. And for some goddamn reason, probably because they're about three cents a piece. But it seemed like every time I went trick or treating, a good thirty percent of my loot was made up of tootsie rolls. I'm like God, man! Like, and for some reason, it seemed like everybody else got all the good shit. And then whenever I would dump mine out, I'm like, it's a bunch of fucking tootsie rolls. I, oh my God, tootsie rolls are so goddamn gross. And yeah, and that's one that my brain. Has wired itself to be like now, nah, like, like I won't even trick myself into even eating another one. So, you yeah, know, guess I can't be too upset with myself. Trick or is amazing, though. I will say the it's very it pisses me off whenever people do the whole like we don't want to actually interact with these children. So we're just going to leave a bucket of candy out by the door and let them just fend for themselves. Like, what the fuck do you have going on? Like, we know you're home. And I mean, you can't just like say, Oh, like you, your costume looks great. Like, who are you? Like, Oh, like, you know, and hand out some fucking candy. Like, God damn you. Like whenever I'm a grown up, I'm going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's amazing, but like, it is an interesting kind of social experiment to leave the candy out by the door because it is the greatest way to find out whether a kid is going to be a Democrat or a Republican for sure. Because there's basically two mindsets going up to that door and seeing that bowl of candy. One is... I mean they both actually come from the same place. And that is there is not enough candy for everyone. If we just have this bucket of candy f- that anyone can come get it's going to get all taken. So one mindset is because there's not enough candy for everyone, we need to like be very like frugal about this and share. Um, and if you're a person of color, you get extra candy. (laughs) That's the Democrat. If you are the kid who runs up there and says, Oh no, there's not enough candy for everyone. And just takes as much as you can (laughs) while, you know, pushing down the black kid and like, you know, grabbing the girl dressed like Elsa by the pussy. Like you're probably going to be a Republican. That's, I mean, that is exactly how this works. Um, I mean it is it's the greatest social experiment ever but god damn is it frustrating like it is so frustrating to see that you're like man you sh- son of a bitch like you can't just sit out there and like let them ring your doorbell because that's part of the fun is like to see an adult say oh your costume looks awesome like dude that feels so fucking awesome like when you're a kid to have a grown up compliment like your costume, uh, never happened to me. <laughs> but you know, I'm sure it would have felt great, dude. Every year I was dressed up like a goddamn pumpkin. <laughs> I think my parents were just like, okay, he's fat. That's probably not changing anytime soon. We could just go buy some orange spray paint and some green spray paint. Spray paint that some bitch orange. Spray paint his hair green. Draw a little black, you know. Smile across his face, and you know, we spent six bucks on a Halloween costume, and so I was a pumpkin for years. (laughs) Oh, god, I'll tell you what, growing up in a trailer park, and that's one thing about growing up in a trailer park like, we would have we would basically get (laughs) bussed to another neighborhood to go trick or treating (laughs) because you're not fucking trick or treating in this meth dungeon. (laughs) I it was. I mean, granted, the neighborhood I grew up in was actually probably the most Halloweenish neighborhood ever. There was a fu- no bullshit. Let's say maybe 400 yards away from my house, like down the street in the neighborhood, an actual pet cemetery. <laughs> and I swear to God, I'm not making that up. There was an actual pet cemetery in our neighborhood. And. I mean, basically, if you just get enough meth addicts together, a Stephen King story will unfold in real time. <laughs> I mean, there was a dude who drove a hearse. God damn. There was a dude also in, in my neighborhood that drove a hearse as like his you know, daily vehicle. And I remember my parents saying, like, do not ever talk to him. Like, if he drives by and y'all are outside playing and he stops... Don't fucking talk to him. And I was always like, yeah, no shit. I mean, he's a dude driving a hearse. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm young and stupid, but I'm not that fucking dumb. And, but I, I just thought, them I mean, him because like, I mean, really, they just told us not to talk to any of the adults in this neighborhood because they're all fucking meth addicts. But I don't I never really got like why they meant, like why they singled out that guy over any of the other adults until a couple of years later. <laughs> Later, whenever I was like, maybe 12, 11 or 12, that guy got arrested. And it turns out that he had murdered like a shitload of kids. (laughs) And he was just driving around our neighborhood in a hearse. In a fucking hearse. Like, why would you not try to be a little bit more conspicuous? Like, if you're a murderer, why would you buy a car that is most associated with death? (laughs) But yeah, he murdered like... A lot of fucking kids, and he was just hanging, cruising around the neighborhood. And I remember seeing him like talking to kids, like you know, he would be like further down the street, stopped on the road in that hearse, and there'd be like kids standing by the hearse, and him, you know, talking to him out his window. And I mean, I don't, I don't know anyone who got killed by this dude, but he killed some people. Um, and I mean, there were so many kids in that goddamn trailer park that. You know, and I think I was probably lucky because I was like trailer park adjacent. (laughs) So like the there's like in this whole big area of single and double wides, there's like one or two streets, you know, off of it that are not as trailer parky. And I was lucky enough to grow up in one of those. But those kids that were in the shit, (laughs) I mean, they were just like, you know, ripe apples. Just getting, just waiting to get picked by that some bitch. But yeah, crazy shit. So, a, an actual pet cemetery, a guy driving a hearse who kidnapped and killed kids, and just an endless amount of literal zombies. <laughs> I mean, the what meth addiction does to people is turns them into a a zombie. So like. You know, every time, every morning when, or like day, whenever I'd sit on my porch, you just see like four or five like people just stump, you know, stammering down the street, skin just like eroding, like drooling, just glazed over, like fucking Shaun of the Dead. So, I mean, I grew up in a goddamn, basically in a haunted house. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So, yeah, there was no trick-or-treating in that fucking neighborhood. Like, my parents were like, <laughs> hell no. Uh, we're going to take your ass over to these, like, rich people's houses, and, you know, you're going to get some good shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad they did. Holy fuck, I wouldn't be here. I mean, I would have been I been raped so many times. Like, I mean, I had a damn C-cup at eight years old, so. I mean, I would have been the perfect person for this son of bitch to... Yeah, well, anyways, dodged a bullet there, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but still, Halloween, fucking amazing. I mean, it's always, I remember also, like, my parents always like, we need to look in your bucket first. Because there was just, I mean, I don't even know if it's still a rumor or, like, a thing that parents worry about, but I know it was when I was a kid, was, like, people are going to, like, poison your candy. <laughs> Which, I mean, who the f- like, who the fuck is just poisoning random kids' candy? Like, I, there's no way that ever happened. Which, actually, I think I have read about that. And the time that it did happen, which was, like, once, it was a family member who poisoned, like, his nephew or niece's candy. So it wasn't, like, a stranger just handing out candy and being like, <laughs> enjoy the fucking uh, Snickers, bitch. Like, it, I mean, there's nobody poisoning candy. But I remember they would, like, distinctly remember them I mean, all right, before you even fucking think about eating this candy, dump it out, like, for an inspection. <laughs> like, we were in fucking coal hand loop. Like, that. dump it out. And, I mean, because every once in a while there'd be a piece that was already open. And, like, <laughs> I mean, it, they would turn into, like, you know, like the damn CDC. Like, just get the fuck down and, like, throw, you know throw this fucking piece in the incinerator. I'm like, God damn, they were just trying to make it easier for me. (laughs) They were just trying to speed up my process. You're like, if anything, give them a thank you for unwrapping my candy for me. But yeah. Halloween's great, though. Gotta be real careful with your costumes, though. Holy fuck, that's been a... That's the thing that has gotten super out of hand is, like, what you can or cannot be for Halloween because you're gonna be appropriating a culture which look I mean I kind of get it if you're an adult like if you're in a one if you're an adult showing up for like a Halloween costume party I mean there's something kind of weird about this. as much as I love Halloween I have kind of like grown out of the whole idea of like oh I'm gonna go dress up and hang out with other adults because it's only fun for like the first 10 minutes. And then you're just like, oh, now I gotta wear this fucking. Which the last time I did it, I dressed up like Kurt Cobain. And I had a bunch of fake blood on the back of my wig. And really, you're just sitting there like, oh. So now I'm just a guy with a real fucking itchy blonde wig on that has fake blood dripping off the back of it. And everywhere I sit, I'm now leaving a blood stain. <laughs> I mean, it is not like an enjoyable night. But. You know, if, you, if it's, like, a little kid who's wanting to be like, hey, like, mommy, I want to dress up like, you know, fucking sitting bull for Halloween. I mean, buy the fucker an in Indian costume. It ain't that big of a Like, this kid's not appropriating a fucking culture. Like, he's goddamn eight. And, I mean, he's, you know, he just wants to go up to people's door and go, how? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... I mean, shit. If you're gonna, piss, you know, look at fucking Trudeau, that's some bitch. One full blackface. Now that's a little, that's a little extreme. Which I do remember seeing some kids in blackface when we would go trick or treating. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if they were trying to like dressing up like Malcolm X or something, but there would definitely be some kids in blackface. Which you know, growing up in a city that's ninety three percent Caucasian. I mean, it's it's really inevitable that somebody's gonna be in blackface at some point in their life. I'm just glad I dodged that bullet. I was an orange face, <laughs> uh, which I mean, I'm sure they were using fucking regular spray paint too. Like, there's no no way that I didn't just have like chemicals seeping into my brain, like Jimi Hendrix with like the acid tabs. But, but yeah guess there's no signs of that (laughs) yeah i man halloween funnest time of year be safe oh fucking i remember bobbing for apples. so i used i remember going to this one thing with my cousins called like wanus or guana or guanus or some fucking church thing but they did like a hall see which is crazy because like my bullshit church was like a Fuck no. No Halloween, no trick-or-treat, nothing. These lucky bastards got to go to a church that was like, oh, no, we're going to do a whole night dedicated to Halloween. <laughs> I'm like, Why can't I go to that damn church? Like, I'd probably be a hardcore Christian now. Um, I'd be standing outside of, you know, an abortion clinic. Like, you fucking whore. <laughs> but the... Uh they did like a full thing, but I remember they did. They had bobbing for apples. That's the only time I've ever seen bobbing for apples in person. Which in my mind, now that I think about it, like that's the most disgusting fucking thing ever. Like, I mean, you were just... Ugh, the amount of spit. I mean, by the time that 15 little kids have bobbed for apples, that tank is like half saliva. <laughs> oh, it's like sticking your head in a fucking jar of heated up ky jelly so yeah well that's that (laughs) i guess i guess i'll leave it on that note Um, have fun be safe don't poison people's candy don't fucking give them weed gummies either (laughs) that is a thing that okay so that is like today's version of that is people who are like giving kids like thc gummies and shit like that like hey I mean, in, you know, here in Texas, obviously, we can't buy shit like that. But, like, I know it's pretty expensive. If you have enough disposable income to where you can just hand out fucking weed gummies, I mean, more power to you, but, you know, don't be a dick. <laughs> I mean, just be like a normal person and feed them to an animal. and Watch them freak the fuck out. <laughs> don't do that either. And don't dress up like Jeffrey Dahmer. That's a thing that's going on, you know, now, which... Um, you know, apparently Jeffrey Dahmer was racist. I mean, the most I have taken away from this whole Jeffrey Dahmer documentary is that the worst part about him is that he was racist. <laughs> like, they're like, yeah, I mean, he ate people, killed him, you know, fucked their dead bodies and stuff. But, you know, but also, um, uh, more importantly, uh, they were all black. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I think this motherfucker had a laundry list of problems being, uh, you know, having, uh, a little taste you know a liking for the taste of brown sugar might be the uh, least of his worries but uh yeah so with that goodbye